Hi there, this is Alana. Today I'm going to be talking to you about hallmarks of writing really good emails for your newsletter list. So I just have some things that I look for in terms of what makes a successful email and I'm going to share kind of my check boxes with you. So if you want, you can just store this away or you could even use this as a rubric so you can write a draft of an email newsletter and then come back see does it check off these boxes it's really important to have a good hook especially most emails will give you the preview right they, they'll let you see the first anywhere from you know five to twelve words or so so you want a good hook and you definitely want to keep the reader's interest in mind so one of the worst hooks in the world is I can't wait to share with you the good news that I have about my new book that I published this week. A really quick way to tell if you're kind of presenting that is, are you using personal pronouns like I and me way more than anything else? The reader who receives your email, they want it to be about them and that's important for us to keep in mind. The email's for our readers, it's not for us to make the sale. So if you want a very quick rule of thumb, for every time you say I or me, you should use you or yours about two times that much and make sure that especially at the beginning, you are appealing to your reader's self-interest. So throwing lots of yous in there is gonna work. Having a story-based email can be really, really, really good. So it doesn't have to be a story about you know, Fran, the main character in your book. It doesn't even have to be a story about you writing the book. Sometimes you can have just a story of something interesting that happened to you or your most embarrassing moment from 10th grade. <laughs> there are many ways to take a story, tell it quickly and concisely and tie it into, you want, into what you want the rest of your newsletter to be about. And a story-based email is going to help your reader feel really connected to you. So as an example of a story-based email, I've got one in my backlist sequence where my husband slipped on the ice, fell and hit his head and lost about three months worth of memory. Came back after a couple hours, but he had three months where he didn't know what time of year it was. It was almost Christmas and he was confused because we had a Christmas tree in our house, but he didn't remember Thanksgiving. He didn't remember a business trip he had gone on several months earlier. And so I shared this story my hook was what's the strangest 911 call you ever made and so my hook wasn't i am going to tell you now about a time when i was really scared when my husband hit his head right it started with a hook and another great idea for a hook is to ask a question because that kind of subconsciously gets your reader interested in responding to you and so then what i did is i took this story and the story itself was probably just 200 words if even that and then i said you know thankfully my husband was fine he regained his memory but you know what this is the kind of thing that happens in alaska and if you want to read more about the kinds of scary or exciting things that happen in alaska here's a link to my alaska series book i don't say here's a link i actually say go ahead and pick up right you can throw in a good call to action there a strong call to action so think about anything interesting or amusing or inspirational and anything that's happened to you and just start asking yourself how could i tie this into a story to promote a book even if you don't write emails about all these it's a fun way to get your brain working in this way
Same thing if you hear a story in the news, an interesting story, a surprising story, a story with a twist, an inspiring story about, I don't know, a dog who saves a little boy from drowning in the lake. Anytime you hear a story that you feel would resonate with your readers, ask yourself, how could I take this story and somehow tie it in to the book that I'm trying to sell them? In my case, it was my husband fell and hit his head. This happens in Alaska because it's so cold. Here's an entire series of suspense stories set in Alaska. So it's a fun little mental exercise to go through anytime you hear an interesting story. How could I use this story to sell one of my books and tie it in? And just keep in mind, if you can throw a story in to your email, especially in the first couple paragraphs, that's a really nice way to draw readers in. Another thing you could do is you could tell a story and then you could say, but if you want to hear more, you're going to have to wait until I write you the next email, right? You can come up with a cuter and more compelling way to say that. I do that in my onboarding sequence. I have a lot of novels set in North Korea. And so one of my stories in my welcome sequence is about a woman I met in South Korea who had fled as a young woman, I think as a teenager actually, with her mom from North Korea and they fled and escaped South Korea and they brought cyanide with them because if they got captured, they had decided that it would be better to take the cyanide than to allow themselves to get captured. And so I start with this very gripping story about this woman that I met. I tie it into my books that are set in North Korea. And then I say, at the end, you know, I say, here's this series. If you like stories of courageous people in a really a difficult situation. Here's an entire series about people like this real life woman I met. Here's, you know, and I share all the links to buy it. Talk to you later. And then I say something like, P.S. You're probably wondering what happens to this woman I met. I'll tell you pretty soon. So keep an eye out for your, you know, in your inbox. I wouldn't do this too much because then it could become a little gimmicky. But every so often, if you've got a really suspenseful story or something like that, it's kind of cool to spread it out over a couple emails. You can tease your emails. I have an email and I, I forget exactly how I tie it in, but I mentioned that in this book, there's um, a really cute pet. I mentioned something about pets and I say, uh, but you're gonna have to wait and I'll tell you more about that later. And then I've got a couple more emails to roll out over the next week or so that kind of build onto the story about pets and how we got a new pet during the pandemic and things like that. So every so often you can kind of share a story across a few emails and that can build a lot of suspense and keep people coming back. One thing that you want to do for a newsletter, and this is for a single author newsletter. This isn't for somebody who's running like a multi-genre. Here's, you know, five romance books on sale. Those are slightly different. That's more straight up newsletter. What I'm talking about are the more like I am an author sending you one email. For those, you want to, in almost every case, just have one goal and one thing that you want your readers to do. So what I mean by that is 
don't have a great hook and then tell them a great story and then say, and if you want to read more, you might decide to pick up book one in my series. And if you happen to like it on Audible, there's an Audible link too. And you know what? Sometimes you can even ask your public library and they'll get a copy for you. And if you really can't afford to buy a copy, go ahead and email me to get onto my review team. And by the way, I'd love to see you in my Facebook group and you can follow me on Twitter too. And I've also done this multi-author promo and you can sign up in this giveaway to win 10 free books in this genre. So have a great day. It's just, it's too many things that you're asking them to do and it really diffuses what you are asking them. So in general, one email should have one goal. Are you trying to sell a book? Are you trying to get them to follow you on social media? Are you trying to promote a contest or a giveaway? In general, you want one thing because when you throw out tons of things, then they just, it's, it's too much to decide and it gets too complicated. So every time you go and you go to write an email, you should have in mind what your one goal is. Sometimes your one goal is just to habituate your readers to hearing from you. And sometimes, even if you don't have a new book out, for example, your goal can be that you want to get engagement. And so maybe you ask them a question at the end, PS, hit reply and let me know. Have you ever hit your head and lost your memory, <laughs> right? Or something like that. Or P.S. What's the strangest 911 call you've ever made? Something that gets them talking to you. That can be good not only just for relationship building, but also your delivery rates improve. So when more people respond to your emails or click your emails, your emails are less likely to end up in spam filters and things like that. And then one more thing that I always ask myself to determine if it is a good email is, does my reader get something out of this even if they don't do the thing I want them to do? So in most cases, we're selling books. Even if my reader does not go and purchase my book, have they still gotten something out of my email? Have they gotten entertainment from a story? Have they gotten inspiration? Have they gotten just a little bit of education, right? People really like the emails I send about Alaska. So every so often I'll do like a Hey, did you know, here's funny trivia about Alaska, or here are some of the funny things, the funny vocabulary that's different if you live in Alaska. So your readers can get inspiration or entertainment or education. They might also just get a sense of community or relationship, right? Those are the kind where you might just be telling them how much it means to you that they're in your reader group and you want to personally invite them to join you on Facebook or something. Have they gotten something from your email besides the book. So that is a great rule of thumb to keep in mind after you've written an email and before you hit send. If nobody clicks your link, do they still get something out of your email? And if the answer is yes, then you have written a great compelling email with a good hook, hopefully a story, hopefully one really clear call to action, and then something that's in it for the readers, right? So always remember to be very reader focused in your emails and that is going to be what's going to keep them wanting to come and opening your letters. So that's all for today and we'll talk to you soon.